gonna burn my troubles away. I'm going Hello and welcome to episode 18, where we have very little to talk about. So, yep. let's just get in about it, I think, because we don't have anything to talk about. Um, not, not for any real reason other than life gets in the way and... Do you ever just lose your gaming mojo? <laughs> that is our hot topic for this week, losing yeah. your gaming mojo, because it definitely does happen. I literally, I genuinely have not, like, because we played <clears throat> uh, Forza Horizon 5 together last night. Because we were originally really going to do it, it last night. Uh, yeah, me too, because we were originally going to do it record last night, and Bill just said, well, let's just chat, because we haven't talked, like, both since we last recorded. Um, oh, well, we technically played a game after we recorded. Yeah, uh, the the Knights of Fort. Maybe we'll discuss the Knights that, of Fort. Um, no. Yeah, we were playing Forza Horizon Five and just had a catch up, and that game of Forza Horizon Five is the most time I've put in since I got my Steam Deck. Like the last three weeks, I haven't, I haven't even touched my Steam Deck. Not even touched my, barely touched my PS Five, barely touched my Series X. Last night was the first time. In a while that I've actually put some decent time into a game, and it was great. It reminded me of like, wow, video games are actually really good. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't just forget how good games are sometimes. You do because uh, I go through that sometimes. Like it happened, I think it happened this time last year as well. Because we're like just coming out of lockdown. There's nothing really out apart from like Returnal. Then once that was done, it was, I, I think from April until June, I think it was. I really didn't play much. So if I look at my games played that time, so I keep a list of games I played. Uh, so I've only finished nine so far this year. Usually at this time last year I finished eleven. So it's only two more actually. So yeah, clearly there's a slump because the the twelve game I finished around this time of year was Resident Evil Village, which came out a year ago, like a few days ago or something like that, didn't it? Yeah, where's the DLC for that? Yeah, because I was maybe actually because what happened to that, Reverse? Yeah, that, that was just what I was going to say because I remember I saw that pop up. I was like, no way it's been a year because that game is so so good. And I thought, what happened to the weird multiplayer thing? And oh, I did. They said it would be out of summer last year. Then it says, oh, we're going to delay it until it's ready, and we haven't heard anything. I know it's like not even like a hint at all. Like, oh, this is coming out at some point. It's just there's been nothing since Resident Evil's come out. The only hint so far has been that it's been rated for Stadia. Recently. Stadia? Yeah, like literally a matter of days ago it was rated for Stadia as to be on there. Which I don't even think Google were even adding more games to that. I didn't think that was still a thing. No, I, I, thought, thought, they they were, I thought they were done with Stadia. Yeah, maybe that's like written in the contract or something where they had it all developed. Uh, maybe, that, maybe that's like an old thing and they've decided to cancel it, but the ratings still went through. I don't know how ratings work, but yeah, it's just it's been a weird losing our mojo, our gaming mojo. Really not feeling anything. Like I've picked, I've started games, tried playing them for like sometimes even five minutes. And I'm like, oh no, I'm just not in the mood. I'd rather do something more passive than active, like watching something on Netflix or whatever uh, in the free time. But that, it's that been YouTube point, for me. Been quite enjoying my YouTube. Yeah, it's been a, a heavy YouTube session for me as well. Um, I think I'm going to cave and get YouTube Premium. Uh, it's the, the adverts are driving me insane. Oh, I can't um, live with it. I've, YouTube, I've been using YouTube Premium since I came out here. 
I think uh, I can justify the 13 quid a month. Um, at first, huh. I was like, I can't justify that. Um, but see, like, I, I watch more YouTube than I probably think. And I'm just sitting here like, it's driving me mental. It's driving me insane. Because I got YouTube Premium as part of my phone contract, so I just, just built into that. And I'll tell you, I'll show you my usage stats because it resets every year. Because when it res- when your phone contract, because I'm on a yearly contract, when that ends, my stats reset. But I can give my current stats. Let's see. View your premium benefits. So here we go. And so far, I've watched. 630 hours of ad-free oh. videos. <laughs> Not that bad. <laughs> okay. <laughs> a lot of that is on background play, though. Like, 100 hours of that is on back play, uh, uh, background play. Um, you used to give you more stats. You used to say how much I watch a week and stuff, but it's not really... Yeah, they get rid of that, maybe. that somewhere else. Let's we'll see if that's a... Oh, here we go. Time watched. So how much YouTube have I watched this week? So the last... <laughs> so the last seven days... I have watched 26 and a half hours. Oh. Oh, dang. And today was five hours. But again, that was all background play for my little cousin. So, um, yeah. You enjoy your YouTube, then? Oh, YouTube is my main source of entertainment. Like, I don't watch traditional TV anymore, apart from, like, the staples, like MasterChef, Master yep. The Apprentice. You know, it's when stuff, big stuff comes back on. The top tier stuff. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't, um, yeah, that's basically all it is. But like 99, 95% of the time, the first place I check is always YouTube. And I heavily rely on my recommended feed. Like, sometimes I just sit there and scroll through there and see what I can find. And I've discovered a lot of really good uh, YouTubers through that um, recently. Like, I've been watching a lot of Vice. Do you ever subscribe to Vice? Uh, yeah. They, they yeah. do these, like, mini documentaries and stuff like that. And I watched one about. Oh, what did I watch one about? The, um, where is it? No, it was not Vice. It was. I also watched Vice, but it was Vox. It was called Voxer called, and they recorded this documentary about these circles in the Sahara. Because someone on Google Earth on Reddit found these circles. There was like twenty-two circles. They were in a circle that had one circle in the middle, and there were like four of them, four separate versions of them in a row miles apart and they were exactly 420 longitude and they were blah 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 like all their coordinates were exactly the same and they were completely straight line despite being hundreds of miles apart so i thought okay why are these like perfect circles and this exact straight line across the sahara so it was like a half an hour documentary investigating what these circles are and they went there to find out what they were as well um very good it's called who made these circles in the sahara on vox I recommend it. It's like it's half an hour long. It's quite a good, quite a good um, little documentary. But yeah, I've been watching a lot of stuff like that. I love it. I don't really watch a lot of gaming stuff. Um, I used to with Giant Bomb, but I don't really watch a lot of Giant Bomb now. Because um, they've just changed the way they do their thing. But yeah, it's just a lot of like there's this reaction channel like called these guys from Houston. Texas, they're called In the Clutch, E-N-T. And they're really nice guys. I really like watching them. Um, or MXR plays. I just watch a lot of like people reacting to memes. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. 
but it's, it's the people that make they're very acting to it that make it interesting, not necessarily the the memes themselves and whatever. But there's <laughs> nothing better though than seeing someone react to memes. Like, yeah, because like, even just like out and about, you just show someone a meme and be like, <laughs> just see the reaction. They either you, you can tell if it's tasty when they have like a big grin, or if it's like that was a rubbish meme because no one's like, eh, it's, nah, not feeling that one. Yeah, for me, it's like ninety nine point nine nine percent of means of me just going, <laughs> or just like breathing through my nose a little bit, going, <laughs> you know. But I never really get a huge. But when there's there's that one mean, sometimes you find that it actually gets a, like a really hard laugh out of me, and they're always the best ones. Thankfully, they're quite uh, rare though. For me, it was um, Uganda knuckles. I, I miss Uganda knuckles memes so much. <laughs> it was just it's so how, funny. It's amazing how quick they go, isn't it? I know. It's like you just focus on it for so long and then it just dies. And it's like, right, okay, that's an old meme now. On to the next one. Yeah. The Gen Z memes are weird. Yeah. So I watched this video about breaking down, about breaking down Gen Z humor. And I noticed that this, uh, I don't really use TikTok, but some of the things that the reaction stuff I watch on YouTube, some of the Gen Z stuff slips in there. It's just a very specific sense of humor that I just don't get. <laughs> yeah, no, hundred percent. It's very weird, but I'm glad they're happy with their memes. But, um, yeah. So, Bill. Yes. You brought up a, a topic you wanted to discuss. Yes. Full fat or get semi skim milk. Uh, we used to be full fat. This isn't the topic, by the way, but we may as well discuss it. This is uh, how stretched we are for content. <laughs> <laughs> do, do, do you prefer the blue light or the green light? <laughs> we'll make that the title of the the, the episode, Blue Light or Green Light. Um, <laughs> for years, we were full fat, but with right. what, a few years back, we just went semi-skimmed. Fair enough. Like Going back to full fat is a bit too fat for me now. It's too thick. Oh, see, I quite like it because it's nice and thick. I find it weirdly sickening now. It's odd. Mm. Um, but the same skimmed is just the right amount of milkiness and it's not too watery like the red lid is. Yeah. It's just full on skin. Oh, no, I don't like the red lid. It's too watery. Yeah. It's not even milk. I like a bit of like substance to my, to my milk. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just like talking about milk. I'm talking about that for ages. Start going on to so butter or margarine. Um. Anyway. Um. Yeah. So I want your predictions. I want to know what you think about the Xbox Bethesda conference. I want predictions, and I want them now. Is is Daddy Phil going to deliver? Will Daddy Todd deliver? Will he say something works and then it won't? Well, do you mean do you mean like Xbox Live in general hasn't been working the last few days, or well, it wasn't working over the weekend? Oh example? no, no, I'm just uh, no, um, just like, do you think what what are you what are you expecting to see in the Xbox Bethesda conference? But we could go over the X that Xbox thing actually, but the I would definitely about because it's pretty it's pretty major. Um, like it kind of like the past few days has shown like the flaw in the Xbox infrastructure of this sort of. It has to be online to play it. Um, especially like, people have been locked out of downloaded games for days, and it's like, 
you pay like 60 quid for this game and you're like, I can't even play it because it's digital. Yeah, it was down for like four days, I think it was. Yeah, like it was, it was really bad. On VGC here it says... Um, yeah, it was going on about their uh, Xbox, line, Xbox Online DRM policy about how even if you're offline, you still can't play your games because you haven't yeah. checked in with the online DRM. Or if you don't have it, set it to home. So if we were doing that... You know, we used to do the thing where we could share our games. So yeah, you yeah, set, yeah. you sign on my account on your Xbox and make that your, make that the home Xbox, and then I sign into your account on mine and make my Xbox your home Xbox, so we could share our games. Yeah, which is really neat. We used to do that, but we don't do it anymore because, well, it's Game Pass mostly, and we usually get the same games anyway, so it doesn't really matter. As much as when we were younger, when we as students and couldn't afford getting new games all the time but this is like even if you don't have it set to your home xbox like if people have multiple xboxes in their house like a series s in the bedroom or something but an xbox series x down the stairs you can't even play your games on your series s no when you're offline which is insane isn't it yeah it's really not it's really not as it really does show the flaws of going digital only. Yeah. I do prefer digital games, but at the same time, I like having the option of physical there. And if we just went full... All, imagine all the people on Series S, so they just couldn't play any of their games at all. Yeah. I know like, you spend like £50, £60 on a game and you just have to sit and wait till Xbox Live is back before you can actually play it. Like, that, to me, is, is pretty insane. Could you imagine like a PSN-style outage? On this day and age, on the PS5 and Series X. Oh, yeah. At least on the PS3, you could still play your games. Aye. Apart from SOCOM, that just came out the week PSN went down and killed the game. And another... Rest in peace, SOCOM. Yeah, I can't remember what the name of that game was. I think that was the last SOCOM game they made. It was a shame, because it came out that the week that PSN went down. How long was that PSN outage for? Oh, it was a wee while. I can't remember how long it was, but I remember it was such a big deal. It was on like BBC News and but, stuff like that. It was days anyway. I'll quickly check. What year was that? Was that 2010? I think so. 2011. I've seen 2011 here. I don't think it was 2011. But it was a while. It did take oh, here a we go. while. The 2011 PlayStation Network outage. Um, the attack occurred between the 17th and the 19th of April 2011. Forcing Sony to turn off the PlayStation Network on the April twentieth. Oh, that's right. And then the they were off. They were offline for a whole month. Aye, twenty three days, three weeks, and two days. God, could you imagine that? Now, that when gaming is at its peak, well, not its yep. peak, but at its biggest. Yep. Absolutely insane. Oh no, it would be. Okay, I'd love to watch the internet explode. Actually, that would be funny. Um, but. Not at the same time. <laughs> um, yeah, it'll be. It's actually ridiculous. Like, it's, it's like you said, it shows the flaw in this sort of always digital, like this permanently online era um, that we're heading towards. It's like if Xbox Live or PSN goes down, then you, you are snookered. There's not really much you can do. Whereas at least if you've got a disc, you can use that. They just obviously. Very- you won't get like, the online features, that kind of thing. But if the game's got like a single player to it, 
it seems to be a very exclusive thing to Xbox. So they found this. Um, there's this, there's this Twitter account called Does It Play. At Does It Play One says we are working to ensure games and hardware remain accessible now and always. We test commercial releases to ensure they work entirely internet free. So every time a new comes a new game comes out, they buy it and verify that you can play it offline. And they quote it in the story here. According to Does It Play, a Twitter account dedicated to testing commercial releases to ensure the work, the work entirely, they work, what? They spelled the work entirely free. They work entirely free. The majority of Xbox games require an online check before they'll even boot. They absolutely do not have them on PlayStation or Switch. They can't trust us. We've tested them all. They added, if the PlayStation servers go down tomorrow permanently, every single single player game you own will work offline almost permanently, provided the console is working and the account was linked. There are a tiny subset of titles that will not. Um, and they said, Xbox needs to fix their DRM problem. Hand-waving won't help. Nobody wins. Especially Xbox fans when all the catalogue eventually becomes inaccessible. So basically, this is purely an Xbox issue, like the Switch or the the PS. The PlayStation doesn't really have that problem. I think maybe Sony... Well, it's not like they have... It was a, when their PSN went down back in 2011 that nobody could play their games and maybe that spooked them a bit and the future is like okay we definitely can't do any form of online DRM well maybe they, they made that promise with the PS4 mm-hmm. remember that press conference because like, there was a big thing with um, the Xbox One having it yeah but then Microsoft walked back because it was the, the Xbox One DRM thing was weird because it was it's clearly still there in a way, but it's not as structured as it was supposed to be. Like, I think back on the Xbox One, there was a whole thing about you couldn't buy used games and yeah, you could play all your physical games without needing the disc as long as you're online. Like, that kind of feature would be cool. Aye. Like, I'd understand having DRM for, DRM for that. Like, if that was a reason why you couldn't play your games in the last weekend for four days because you didn't have your physical disc, then that would be fine. But you could play all your other games that were digitally downloaded without the disc, that would be fine, but they definitely need to sort it because I find I always see if like, at least every Friday or most every like twice a month on a Friday there's always something wrong with Xbox Live. Mm-hmm. You'd never just really used to be hear going anything on at once or something. Yeah, you never really hear anything about PSN. But Yeah, then you get the shit together, I think. Yeah, it's no, the 100%. one the one thing they're doing poorly. I feel like that's the that this will have at least spooked them to be like, all oh, right, okay, we need to get a finger out and sort this, because um, that that, so lot, that was that was really bad. A lot of people were blaming. I don't know if this was actually confirmed or not, but because Fortnite came on cloud streaming for iOS, yeah, through XCloud, a lot of people were saying that the, there's an influx of players that caused that. That caused mm-hmm. the issue. Maybe actually, I believe that. Yeah, I kind of feel like for something of that scale, though, that it, that it might have been part of it, but not the real root. It just wasn't helping. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it was, wasn't helping. I don't think it was the main cause, though. No. So anyway, just, but don't see like an influx of people knocking down Xbox Live for days. It's like it was so. It was really quite a while. Yeah, and apparently for people to fix it, they had to 
Well, some people have to reset their consoles or like entirely unplug it and stuff uh, like that. Have to do like weird workarounds to get it working again, even after it was fixed. So apparently, they're releasing a console update to fix it. So maybe it was just something with the latest update that caused it or whatever. No. Anyway, Bo. Anyway. Enough about the bad news. Let's get into the predictions about what we want to see and what we don't want to see. Yes. We so want well, to see. How about you? Oh, well, I want to see We're... Daddy Todd. I would oh, like he to will see be him. Here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um, trying to think of like where to start with this. Um, so I, I don't know, like, how uh, do we know how they're structuring it? Uh, is it going to be like so much time to Bethesda, so much time to Xbox? Well, that's what we don't know. Cause, uh, I think they said rumors... what, an hour and a half. Yeah, long? ninety minutes is their usual runtime. But there's a rumor that came out from someone about how they like. Because the way it works is that the developers submit what they want to show at the show mm-hmm. with their own developers, and that's like that's why apparently every single first party studio has submitted something, and they've got a lot of first party studios. So let's actually get a list up of all their studios. Many, many studios. Quite a few. Yeah, so you get three for free. The the Coalition, coalition. Yeah, they might. Coalition, the they might, coalition. That's what it is. They might give a Compulsion wee Halo. Games, Double Fine Productions, The Initiative, NXL Entertainment, Mojang, Ninja Theory, Obsidian, Playground, Rare, Turn Ten, Undead Labs, World's Edge, and Xbox Game Publishing, which is a separate thing. Then we got the Bethesda line. We got Alpha Dog Games, Arcane, Bethesda. Which they're going to be there. Yeah, yeah. Ed Software, Machine Games, Roundhouse Studios, Tango Gameworks, and ZeniMax Online Studios. So uh, I suppose let's try and think of the things that definitely will be there. Um, so uh, it's going to call it Skyfall, isn't it? Skyfall. <laughs> Starfield. Starfield. Starfield's definitely going to be there. We know that. You'll see like a good like 15 minute. 15, 20 minutes of gameplay for that. Well, that's the thing, like, because because they've got apparently all these studios have submitted something. Like, do you dedicate that much time to Starfield or will Starfield? I, think I feel like you have to make Starfield the main event. They have to make Star- Starfield will be the main event it's at the because, end. Like, it's a big Bethesda RPG, but I don't think that it's how they'll end the show. Be like, oh, we're just going to show you fifteen minutes of Starfield. They'll come in with Elder Scrolls because apparently the rumor is that they've got something not something to show but they're going to do like a launch trailer that kind of thing for Elder Scrolls oh, 6 really? I think I think that's how they'll end the show is on Elder Scrolls 6 um, oh. so apparently the, the current rumour is that it's they're going to and they'll have like something to show for Elder Scrolls 6 they'll probably announce a name and they'll be announcing that it, apparently it's exclusive to Xbox like which we all knew um, was going to come, uh, but apparently they're going. Apparently, it is that they're going to announce that it's officially going to be uh, uh, Xbox exclusive. Oh yeah, because they haven't really said that, but they no, have for Starfield. They ha- they haven't said that, but that, that's why I was like, I wonder if they'll do it for Elder Scrolls. Maybe they had some form of like, you know, agreement with Sony prior to the buyout that Elder Scrolls Six would come to the PlayStation. Um, but apparently, Elder Scrolls Six will be a, an Xbox exclusive. That though that is just rumor. It's not confirmed. Um, it still might, but apparently the rumor is is that they're going to show something Elder Scrolls related. Um, 
And it's going to, and they'll announce that it's going to be an Xbox exclusive. Well, that's not surprising. That's not surprising at all. That, but there's nothing they've ever really properly said it on stage. No. But we'll find out. Um, but you'll definitely get a big, massive bit of Starfield. And I can't wait to actually see what that game is because I still don't know what it is. <laughs> well, apparently, there's this guy on Reset Era, which is a forum. And apparently. I'll see if I can find the story. But apparently that guy used to work for Bethesda and it was his last day or something like that, or he just recently left. Um, And he just sort of said a bunch of stuff about the game. Mm-hmm. And he was verified by Jason Schreier. Uh, I'll see if I can find the story. I don't know where it is. I saw it on YouTube. Oh, here it is. Bethesda... Former Bethesda employee discloses new details about Starfield. So let's see if I can find that if there's a quick information. No, it's just at list ads everywhere. Here we go. I'll just read out what it says. It's clearly a cobbled together website, but it's the one I can find. The user heavy as you as you ate discussed it yesterday on the reset hour forum according to his own statements. He worked with Bethesda Game Studios until recently where he was able to play the much anticipated Starfield since it looks like it's a model for Starfield. It's about to add auto spacecraft to its own sp- Oh, this is clearly not a, a native English. Here we go, let's find that Maybe this will work. Great content. Got to love it. Yes. Here we are, ladies we and go. gentlemen. Sean in his natural habitat. <laughs> the internet. So Jason Square came back to confirm his identity. That is, um, but it does say take it with a grain of, a grain of salt. But it says here the former developer speaks clear about the gameplay, the fight, the game's flight mechanics, and the engine of its gameplay. The user describes the latter as a pile of shit and laments that a lack of fun in piloting spaceships. So it seems like. That's still rough, and again, a lot, a lot of people don't realize this or know this, but a lot of the games don't come together until the very last minute. Yeah, uh, like The Last of Us is probably one of the most well-known ones where they're quite vocal about it. Like, we literally didn't have the game was not fun until like months before, <laughs> <laughs> which is insane to think of it, isn't it? It's been developed for like four so many years. Years, and yet yeah. You don't know what the game's like until you're nearly f- finished. Can you imagine going through all that? And then realizing just as you're about to finish it, the game never got better. <laughs> You'd be like, oh no, it's still rubbish. This was not the well, vision. If you had a decent publisher, they would delay it and let you work on it more. Uh, unless you're if you're like a, an EA where you just rush out of Battlefield. Rest in peace, Battlefield. Yep. The other central question is that of the release and its maintenance. The question... Oh, here is no, sorry. Uh... In our part, these are fairly raw and direct words are current balanced by the gunplay as well as the high quality graphics and lighting without visually reaching the levels of Horizon Forbidden West. Starfield would also be subject to weekly playtests every Thursday since the beginning of the year. So the game is playable from start to finish, so it seems like they're playing through it every Thursday. Oh. Um, so basically, it sounds like the, the lighting and the graphics are really good, but not quite Forbidden West, forbidden West levels. Um, the other central question is that of the release date and its maintenance. The question is a legitimate one. See the growing number of postponements for the year, blah, blah, blah. 
<laughs> so apparently November 11th, 2022 has been described as a sexy date by Todd Howard. <laughs> a sexy date? Yeah, because it's like 11-11-2022. Yeah. The studio could also even remove content when the game's released if necessary to get it out in time. Uh, the user explained that Starfield offers too much content compared to its current uh, compared to its current progress. This this none of these articles make sense. They're not clearly native no. English speakers. Uh but the only ones that are popping up on Google whenever I search Bethesda employee leaks or whatever. Um apparently their current objective is to fix the game's bugs and optimize it as best as possible before the release date. And make it more fun than it currently is, especially on the piloting gameplay. Um, but yeah, it seems pretty legit from what I've, uh, similar to what I've heard as well. I'm looking forward to it though. I think it'll be decent. I'm just worried that it's just like, is Elden Ring just going to be like, ha 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 ha, we've taken the RPG crown from you this year? I wonder, they are very different things. They are extremely different. Obviously, Starfield's very sci-fi focused. Um, Elden Ring is... doesn't know the meaning of the word sci-fi. Um, yeah, because like, you think about it as well, like Elden Ring is on Xbox One, Xbox One X, Xbox Series X, true. PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, PC, whereas Starfield's only coming out on like three platforms, or yeah, four, uh, Xbox One. One X, or Series S, Series X, and PC, the Series consoles. So it's coming out on less. So I'd, I think it's going to be a crazy year towards the end of the year. Like I hope they have enough stock in yeah. to really. Because is this next gen only, isn't it? It's next gen only, yeah. yeah. So they need to get their Series X, is that? They need to get controllers out of those. Massive shortage in them in the retail front. Oh yeah, the controller shortage. Yeah, yeah, controller. Do you think they'll do a Starfield special edition? Xbox, possibly. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I hope it's in white. Probably will. There'll be a collector's edition. There's always like the Bethesda collector's I hope it's edition. Hope it's in white, like a NASA punk white thing. Because they described the. Would you get rid of your Halo console for? Yeah, so it can match with everything else I have. Because everything else is white. <laughs> <laughs> so I probably would. Yeah. Don't think I would. I'd, I'd, I'd probably keep my Halo console um, but if they had a decent collector's edition I'd prob- I'd be tempted by that yeah I think so but we're only we're only four weeks away now from the gameplay reveal unfortunately you won't be around for it you'll be in a, a western Nile no no with no internet yep nope so I'll probably end up people will be like going, oh my god have you seen this oh it's right up Billy Street and there I am just sitting staring at a wall Thinking, I could be watching the conference right now. <laughs> Gonna have to say to my mum, like, we're going to the beach. She's like, why are we off to the beach so late at night? <laughs> <laughs> because the Xbox Bethesda's conference on, is on, I will be sitting on the beach for the next... Because that's the only place you can get it, is at the beach down by the airport. Um, I'm just going to be sitting there like, right, I will be here for like the next hour and a half. But, but the tide's in. I don't care. I will go paddling. <laughs> I'm watching this conference. Is there not like a cafe or something you can get like, good Wi-Fi? Not nearby my grands, no. Well, it, it does, but it's the, the only place really is a hotel. 
right. that has Wi-Fi, but you need to be, you need to, it's one of these that you pay for a room and they give you the password. Right, right. So it's like, do, do I pay for <laughs> like a hundred odd quid for a room just so I can just make use of the Wi-Fi that probably isn't strong enough to actually play the video, just keep buffering well, every two minutes? I've got fiber in the Western Isles now, so... Just go to someone's door that does have it and just be like, sorry, I'm using your facilities. I think so. There's a way to do it. Hey, you can't break out here. I'm using your internet. Leave me alone. <laughs> so Starfield, we know that's happening. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to that. That'll be the the big main event. So the other thing, so you, I think it was you brought up Starfield, wasn't it? Yeah. So I'll make my, the prediction I want, right? I want... Wolfenstein 3. I would like Wolfenstein 3 as I well. I know we've had Youngblood, but that's like a weird offshoot that just didn't make sense. Like, I don't know why that game exists. Um, they've teased what will be in Wolfenstein 3 with it. Obviously, they've got the whole time traveling thing. Um, but it's like, we need we need clarification. We need Wolfenstein 3. And then you could play through Youngblood and be like, ah, I get this now. Right, exactly. But I just want Wolfenstein 3, I want it now. I want Mecha Hitler. I want them to cap off that trilogy. Yeah. Because the last one came out in 2017. Because the first one was, well, the first one of the reboot was 2014. Great game. I I remember picking that game up on a web just out of CEX going, I've heard good things about this. And then ended up loving it. I think I ended up doing the same actually with the first Wolfenstein. I was just looking for something to play on the Xbox One because it was just. Yeah, I think there. it was me. It was like, because I remember I bought it. It says, You Bill, you need to buy this. Because um, it was, it was uh, that time of year in 2014 where it was just like nothing was out. And we were like looking for excuses to get off our 360. Uh, yeah, we, need to buy, we need to play something. On our new consoles. Um, yeah. So that's how I, uh, I picked up C. I I think it was like four. I got it for like 14 quid, I remember. Uh, it wasn't expensive. I, think, yeah. I don't think I paid that much yeah. for that either. And I just absolutely loved it. Then a year after that, uh, New Blood came out, or Old Blood. A little mini game, that was great as well. And then 2017 was the second one, New Colossus, and it hasn't been anything since then. It's been five years. Almost. That's crazy. So better. Because they're working on Indiana Jones at the moment. Yeah, I reckon we'll see some of that as well. I wonder. You got Indiana Jones. Um, I'd love to see Wolfenstein Three Doom. Yeah, yeah. If they're doing, if they're going to do a, I'm, I'm wondering if they're going to do a, a trilogy for both Doom and Wolfenstein. I imagine they would. I think. The, I imagine the they will. sold well enough. Do you know what would, what would be cool? Do you know what would be cool though, rather than Doom? I, that probably won't be this, but Quake. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be quite cool. So instead of having like another Doom, do a Quake. I'm not a huge. That'd be quite Quake cool. Fan, to be honest. No, um, I'd probably rather Doom, but something a bit different. We haven't seen Quake in a while. Um, gives the devs a wee break from, you know, super shotgunning and do something with Quake instead. Um, then that would be quite cool. Uh, don't see it though. I, I think Doom will feature first before we see a Quake. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, Obsidian. So they've got a few things in the works. So they've obviously got the Outer Worlds 2. They've got their fake Skyrim, which I can't Avowed. remember what it's called. 
Avowed. That's that's it. And then I thought I saw somewhere they had something else in the works, and I'm like, please let it be like Fallout New Vegas too. I've never <laughs> seen something about that. I think it's actually being internally discussed. I it would not surprise me. It's because like, obviously Bethesda will be working on Elder Scrolls Six at the moment. So well, here it is. Here, here's our article. You know, from Video Games Chronicle, our favorite news website is the only one we use on this podcast. Um, yes. Yeah, so this is from, here's the story here. A speaker on his premium giant bomb show, Grub's Next, Jeff Grubb, paywall transcribed by VGC, Ventures beats Jeff Grubb claimed that the original developer, Obsidian, could create a sequel to the classic RPG that is under the same roof as Bethesda. So this is the quote. This is very early, but people have begun to have talks and say words and sentences, and those words are Obsidian and New Vegas too. We're talking years and years away, but at least there's an interest in conversations are happening about making something like that actually a reality. Grub added, a lot of people at Microsoft think that this could work and there's a lot of interest to make it happen. Uh, I mean, they've got all the tools there to do it. There's no reason for it to... At least remaster the first one. You've given you've yeah, remastered Skyrim enough I'm time. surprised they haven't done that yet. And it needs its X upgrade. It needs to look worse than it already <laughs> does. It needs to be more beige. Um, and we need 60 frames. Well, that's 60 frames on Series X now. Oh, good. But we want it more beige. It's very beige. I, I loaded up recently on my new OLED, and it's 10 inches bigger, and it's just even blurrier now. Because you're good. stretching a 720p signal out to 4K, <laughs> 65 inches. Oh, beige. Good. It's good that I'm, ge- I'm generally like tempted. Because I've got all the DLC on the Xbox version. Uh, I really would like to get a lot of the achievements on that, actually play through it. Yeah. I'd like to replay it as well, actually, because it's genuinely brilliant. I've seen a lot of people with their Steam Deck sitting playing New Vegas, and I'm like, oh, right, why is this not on the Switch yet? Hurry up. <laughs> I know. Get the I know. It, out. It is a fantastic way of playing it. I don't know why Fallout 3 New Vegas isn't on the Switch yet. I've just no idea. There's no... Like, they got Skyrim on it, so there's, you know, Fallout 3 and New, Ve- uh, New Vegas will run no bother. It's just not in the, con- the public conscience like Skyrim is. Like people are still just, making Skyrim content just, ten years later and still making millions, getting millions of views on YouTube for it. That's mental. I love Skyrim, but I love Fallout. Yeah. But if someone put a gun to my head and went, "Right, Billy, you're you can only ever play Skyrim or Fallout or Fallout ever again," what would you rather? I'd probably go Fallout. I'm not going to lie about that. I'd be like, "Give me it, give it to me." Fallout three. It's a Even, very special place in my heart. Fallout Three, Fallout New Vegas, Fallout Four. It's it's decent. Never heard of it. Um, <laughs> I heard of really, it. Fallout Four. Um, I like how it plays, but I just don't like the open world. And then Fallout Seventy Six, which we yes. do like. So. I'd, I'd, I'd be quite happy just to be like, I'll, I'll happily give up my Skyrim time to sit and play Fallout 76 until the next Fallout game comes out. I probably actually wouldn't be too too phased by that. Well, the Expeditions is coming out soon for 76. Yes. Next few months. Yes. Oh man, I can't wait to see how terrible, I mean how excellent it's going to be. Also, some gameplay of it, it looks decent. I like the, that you're getting away from Appalachia. Like just somewhere else, somewhere different. 
I kind of feel like that's what that game needs now is like a, another area. Yeah, you're getting kind of it's a beautiful, it's the best open world Bethesda's ever made. It's stunning. It's like, oh, I. Well, it's stunning. It's 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 a stunning beige. It's not beige. The forest is not beige. The, the, well, the forest isn't beige. That's very green. Actually, no, that's not fair. Actually, to call it beige. The Some ash beige, world, the ash but... area is. Yeah, that's beige. It's the most the most variety they've ever had in the in the Bethesda open world. I think it's a, the best one they've made so far. Certainly better than Fallout Four. Mm. I know. I, I don't know if anyone has ever listened to this from Boston, but it's, it's the worst map they've ever had. <laughs> Sorry. I'll be impressed if like someone. Thirty percent of that map is just war. Yeah, but that's what makes it such a good location for like a survival based game, though, for Fallout. Yeah. So if Fallout, Fallout New Vegas, that would be cool. I'd like a remastered Fallout New Vegas. That would be nice. Same. Why? Well, what's but still this the Redfall? That's what's called Redfall from Arcane. Yeah. The P- PVE four player co op game. When is that supposed to be? I've heard that's supposed to be this summer. Uh, apparently. I wonder if it's going to be. That'll be one of those games that will get up. They'll show it off at the conference and be like, out tomorrow! Oh, here. It's been what? updated. It's been touted as September. Must have changed that. Oh, is it September? Oh, is it delayed a wee bit? By a couple of months then? You might see a wee bit of that then. I think we will actually, yeah. Yeah, it says September here on uh, Google. Not that that's accurate. It's probably not accurate at all. But Redfall, I'd like to see is see more about that because all we've had is a CG trailer so far. Um, yeah. Do you think Fable will make an appearance? Yeah, I think they will. So like if Play- Playground's going to be there, so they're either going to show off um, like future content for Forza Horizon 5 but I feel like they can't just turn up and show that off. I feel like it's going to have to be something else. I think Fable will be there. I really hope so. It's been, what, two years since they've announced that? Not two years. It's been a while anyway. So I think they'll show Fable. Maybe not necessarily release date, but certainly like, hey, this is what it's going to look like. Um, and we'll love it. Definitely, it's been a... And then they may announce some, like, future updates that, you know, my thinking is that they'll announce a DLC for Forza Horizon 5 and then be like, oh, by the way, that's actually available. Yeah, you're um, right, that's definitely going to happen. Go, yeah, like, go, go play it, and then we'll be like, what? Well, you'll be like, what? And I'll be sitting there in battle, like, dot, Not dot, knowing anything dot. was happening, you're just... <laughs> Not knowing, exactly, completely oblivious until the next day when I finally get down to the airport. <laughs> check out and I'll be like I'll see all these announcements and I'll just be like no I need to leave I need to go now it's funny I know I can't I can't believe I'm I'm going over over this day I know I was hoping we'd be able to watch it together and then react to it in a podcast later that night or something yeah that's what I, 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 that's what I was thinking but I'm going to be I'll be re- reacting to something. The frustration of not knowing. <laughs> so this is, I'm looking at a list here. Remember the game Scorn? Or Scorn? Scorn? Yeah, that weird penis wall. Yeah. <laughs> nice penis wall. This is here set up for release of October 2022, so I imagine that will be shown in some way. Yeah. Uh... 
I'm looking at a list here. Contraband. Remember that trailer that was that was made? Oh yeah. Uh, I think it was like the people who made Just Cause. Right here is here. Contraband, yep. the new explosive game from the Just Cause developers, Avalanche Studios. Wonderful here. Anything about that? Oh, State of Decay three. Yeah. Potential yeah, for definitely. that actually. Because what Undead Labs make yep. that? So uh, you'll do some kind of like. I reckon you. The first half hour is dedicated to like quick sort of third party reveals then the hour marks so. are like from this point on it's all Xbox exclusives and every single game you'll see will be on Game Pass yeah I think so I don't know if they might even start the show with something big just to be like get you started right here you go Wolfenstein 3 no, no, Bethesda will do that Um, but yeah I feel like they might They'll either start the show with something big and then be like, right, here's other stuff that's going to get announced. So it'll be like a you know, cross-platform. And then we'll be like, right, from this point on, everything in this is going to be day one Game Pass. And we'll just get our minds blown. Like, oh, I want to see what... I would like but, to see the Coalition do something other than Gears. Yeah... I don't know if I could be bothered with another Gears. Like, I'm not sitting here like, oh, then what, we should have another Gears. Yeah, we don't need a Gear 6. No. Because they... Uh, Maybe they will do something a bit different. I'd like, to, I'd like to see them do something different, because they're like a powerhouse when it comes to Unreal Engine. Because they yeah. helped. Because a lot of people that work there are formerly of like Epic Games and worked on the Unreal Engine. And you know that Matrix demo thing that came out? Like they worked yeah. alongside Epic to may have, you know, develop that and help it run on Series S and stuff like that and Series X. Um so when it comes to Unreal Engine games, especially the new Unreal Engine five. This is like amazing. I'd like to see what they can do on something other than Gears. We don't need another Gears. We've had enough. No. Um Hellblade two. Oh no, yeah, Hellblade two. Probably has got an early 2023 release window. So I need to play the first Hellblade. Um, I've got it installed, but I just can't... Again, I can't play anything at the moment. I've tried multiple games, and I can't seem to get into them. But, um, yeah, Rare, remember they had that Everwild? Ever, Everwild? Oh, yeah. So I remember, oh, that's, yeah, I remember something with that. that has been rebooted. So it won't launch yeah. until 2023. So I imagine we'll get some kind of CFTs update. We'll get some Elder Scrolls yeah, Online 100%. update as well. 100%. That's another game we'll get into is Elder Scrolls Online. New expansion was good. I've tried with... Uh, I, I like it. It's, uh, I think my problem is, though, is that I've just played too much Final Fantasy fourteen. Yeah. And it's like, every time now that I try and play something that's kind of MMO-esque, I'm just kind of like... I don't know. But I, re- I like it. It's really, really good. It's just, like, I don't know if I've just played so much FF14 that it's just, like, unless it's that, I'm not all that interested. <laughs> um, I would be willing to give it another bash, though. Because I, I, I actually did some decent... Pro- like, I was playing a wee bit over lockdown. Um, made some decent progress in ESO. And it was, I was really enjoying it, actually. I was like, that's really, really good. Uh, yeah, like like you're saying, the new expansion looks pretty decent. 
Yeah, I've thought of because what was the one that we got for? I got for like two pound or something. Like Some summer was it Somerset? Somerset I was at Somerset. Oh, because what was the what was the latest one? Oh, um, yes. Yeah, so um, what was that called again? Can't for life of me remember now. It's going completely out of my head. High Isle. Oh, that's right. It's like a whole new that's area. <clears throat> yeah, it's never been in the game before or Elder Scrolls. So that's why it would, it would be so pretty good. Like pirates and stuff like that. Yeah, I think it'll be really, 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 really good. I'm quite tempted by it. Just start a new character and work our way through that. Because you could just play it like a Elder Scrolls game, just with added dungeons. That's what I like about it is that each expansion has its own story. It's completely separate. You can start wherever you want. It doesn't actually matter. Doesn't matter. Yeah. See, I, I really like that as well. They are really good with their content for that game. It's like every single year at the same time of year. Always a big expansion. Yeah, there's always new content. It's really impressive. So they call them chapters. That's the big... Uh, the big update so every June every year is a chapter and through that you get DLC game packs so it seems like from what I can see here it's like got your chapter Somerset then you've got one two three between three and five game packs or game DLCs rather so as like a, a new dungeon new story that kind of stuff Really neat. Mm-hmm. There's just a ton of content there. I'd like to, and just other parts of the other schools world. I'd like to see. Yeah, yeah. cool stuff. But it's just the time dedicating that time to play. I see. That's the thing. Is that it's, <laughs> it's you pretty much have to sit and play that non-stop for a while. But like, it's a good sort of like. In a rut kind of thing, because it'd be like, well, I'm just not going to play it. I'm not going to think about playing anything other than this. Mm-hmm. Instead of like to see that you kind of get stuck in this sort of idea of like, right, don't know what I'm going to play. I'll just sit and um, I don't know. So instead of sitting there looking at games, like I could play that, 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 I could play that. Um, just play one thing, ESO. Exactly. I've got I've got it installed still. I keep it there just in case I do ever want to just go and play it. Yeah. See, I deleted it just purely because of the size. Yeah, I've got it in my um, external hard drive. So if I ever do want to play, I have I would have to transfer it over. But yeah, I look like see the the upgrades for it as well. They're decent. But the Series X upgrade. Yeah. Series X upgrade for it because I played it prior to it and then they've released the upgrade and I was like ooh ooh nice feels good it feels good to play it does because it's- sometimes you even forget it's like an, it's an online game as well you just are like running around like, this is really smooth <laughs> yeah I think that's because yeah, I mean, this, this is an online game more of like a they designed it to be more like Skyrim because sort of the main criticism yeah. when it came out was it was combat I remember when like, first went in beta and a lot of people were complaining that this is just another World of Warcraft clone. Um, but at that point, when it came out, people wanted more like a Skyrim experience. 
yeah. option for first person and stuff like that, so they completely reworked the, the gameplay and the UI and stuff like that and get rid of your, you know, tons of little boxes of UI everywhere and different layers of boxes, and they've just slimmed it down to a more console-like experience. I think it's worth, it seems to have worked for them. A lot of people play it, so. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, 100%. When I was playing it, there was quite a lot of people about. Um, the only thing that took a wee bit of time was get was a dungeon, but I think it was because I was playing as a, a DPS. Right. And usually like, the rule of thumb of these is that if you play a DPS, then you're going to be waiting a while uh, to get into a dungeon. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So, else goes on, like, you be a heal- any more predictions, Bill? No, I think I've can't think of anything else out of... Nothing springs to mind, anyway. I'm just very excited to see some Starfield. Like, I, I'm I'm genuinely curious to actually like, finally see a wee bit of what that game's going to be like. Because they keep showing like wee art, the wee pictures of art and stuff like that on Twitter. Yeah, they're really, like, yeah, it looks they're nice. really ramping up the... I think it's like every week now, or every two weeks, they've got like a little video that comes out, or... Yeah. They're clearly ramping up to... They're getting ready. Yeah. Basically, to like show it off, and then you'll probably find once they show it off, you'll get like constant wee gameplay snippets, that kind of thing, um, which would be nice to see. Because I, I, I always look forward to because that's, that's why I, I wonder what they're actually going to do with the because if it has 90 minutes, because usually those Todd Hard gameplay demos are like a good 15 20 minutes, so I wonder if they'll do yeah. like a shorter version I think it might be a on the live longer. version I don't... but then after to say there's a, another gameplay a pre-recorded gameplay demo oh, Ted, possibly yeah. Ted, Ted Hard that wouldn't surprise me actually yeah I have a feeling we'll do that Ooh. I'm getting quite excited thinking about it I'm, like, oh, I'm looking forward to it and I can't forget it's them. been a long long time since we've had a Bethesda game works or Softworks yeah. like proper Bethesda game not Bethesda publishing, Bethesda Game Studios, like the actual game, the original OG Bethesda. Yeah. It's been a long time since we've had a game purely from them. Or that at least started with them. I uh, no, 100%. That's why it's like, it's it's nearly here. It's time. It was made to think, though, that when they announced, well, it was like, when did they say it was? It was, was it like the summer of last year? Where they were like, oh, it's not coming out until November next year. And we were like, really? Yeah, um, like, that's ages away, but that was actually not that far it away. Feels very recent, that doesn't it? Yeah, but it's like that's you're probably actually coming up for. Well, you're coming up for a year since they announced. Oh, by the way, it's November 2022. Um, and that was like, all right, we're June 2022 now, nearly. Oh, in a month's time. Crazy how fast the last like, year's gone. Right. Oh, it's like where's it gone? It's just disturbing. <laughs> but at least it's almost here it's uh, for free don't need to buy it just don't preload it on Game Pass and have it downloaded mm, which is just wild I just, I Game just Pass. it's just weird and it's, it's just like, you'll be like you could just pre-install it probably come like July June July time pre-install yeah they might do like the maintenance you can preload it today or whatever yeah I'll just be sitting there as like a wee icon but there it is there's I'll take that it's only 400 meg downloaded is- at least it's a box is there. It's a real game. Yep. It exists. Wild. I'm very excited about it. So actually, I, th- I thought of another potential thing they might bring up. 
There was rumours about Xbox reportedly launching a streaming puck. Oh, like a little, yeah. uh, a little puck, like a think of like a Google Chrome type thing. Aye, where it literally is basically has the Xbox OS built into it, but you could only like so it would display on your TV like native four K or whatever or ten AP. Like the UI does currently, it's like the exact same UI, but slimmed down to fit on this little puck. And to play games, you can only stream through them. But the UI is like you're being on an Xbox. That's the rumor. So I wonder if uh, apparently it's called the Xbox Everywhere Initiative. So they might announce and announce Xbox Everywhere and say, okay, we've revamped the the store on PC. We're revamping the dash on the Series X, and we're releasing this puck, and that's all going to be cohesive. Same UI across the puck and the console and the store will be reflect that a little bit. Also, you won't have the exact same UI on the PC, but just make that a bit more cohesive across all their platforms. It says here, in addition, is Microsoft cool, is planning a Samsung TV app to allow users to stream cloud games directly to their televisions. The launches Ooh. are simply part of the new Xbox Everywhere initiative, which this week saw its first feasible title in Fortnite. Microsoft confirmed plans to bring Xbox Game Cloud Internet to connected TVs last summer. Uh, blah blah blah. Key. I think it would be mad so that you can just go and play like Forza Horizon on your TV. Just but I don't even need a console at this point. I'm just, just like, why would I go buy a Series X now? It's <laughs> on my TV. <laughs> I've got my Game Pass games. Which is funny because that was that story went around about Xbox Everywhere, and literally the next day, Xbox Live went down for four days. No, not for everyone. Like, I went on and played stuff. It was fine for me in that four days, to be honest. But yeah. not everyone had that experience. Like a lot of people couldn't play. Like the Xbox Cloud was not working. Like you couldn't stream to the cloud at all. Should we discuss our Fortnite session? Should we admit that publicly? <sighs> Man, people are going to think so badly of us now. We played Fortnite, but yes. But yeah, we, we we played Fortnite and we we won a match. I feel ashamed. I am absolutely deeply embarrassed. I looked into that and I think the first few matches are more bot heavy, so we didn't win a legit yeah. match. But <laughs> there was real people in that match because I looked up the usernames and they had they were real people. So the fact that real people couldn't beat the bots says a lot. Um, yeah, like. <laughs> Like we 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 showed those bots, huh? Definitely, I like I like go back to it though. I enjoyed it. Uh, the, the, we played the new build. No, that's that. This is the hugely embarrassing bit: is that we had fun. We did. Like, we had so much fun that we bought a skin. I know we bought a skin. We had fun. We hated ourselves. Uh, yeah, I cried for a week. You you hated it so much, you just disappeared for three weeks. Until now, that's yes. why we haven't been doing this podcast because. Why could make no contact because he was just deeply ashamed to sit clean off work and everything. Just to, I even went to a church and to spoke to a priest and was like, "I can't believe I just did <laughs> this." And he was had like, confession. Even he told me to get out. Get out! You're sinned, sinner. You're no sinned. son of God. You've sinned. Yeah, good. I, you have I enjoyed it. Just pleased the Lord. I enjoyed my time with it. Yeah, the the no build mode is definitely more enjoyable. I think it feels really good um, to play as well. It's like a really good yeah, third-person shooter. Yeah, it's, it's a decent shooter. Like you could, as it it's not terrible. Um, 
I don't like. I actually quite like the art style. I actually think it looks quite good. Characters look great. Yeah, characters look great. The skins look cool. Um, yeah, it was, it's uh, annoyingly as it's quite fun. We should play and more. Even if like you know half the, even if half the the lobby is bots, it's still it's quite good fun. Apparently, it goes away after a while once you've played a few more games. Well, the bots. Yeah. So maybe we should play a bit more tonight. Who knows? No. <laughs> no more. No more. More skins. No more skins. I just found this article here about because we discussed this last time. Sort of the the what you call it the charts, the UK charts. Oh yeah, the digital and physical charts. In the UK. So it says here, PlayStation 5 and Lego Star Wars and Skywalker Saga were the big winners in a quiet April for new game launches. Over 92,000 consoles were sold in the UK last month, according to charts company GFK, a drop 18% over March. PS5 was the best performing machine thanks to a significant improvement in stock levels, which is true. Like this week alone, like a lot of shops have had PS5s in. And you were saying you've got PS5 still sitting there because people are just not asking for them. Yep, they sold a couple today, so we've got one left. Bet those people um, were happy. Yeah, they were. Ecstatic. Oh my god, really? You have them in stock? <laughs> yeah, so it's really funny, some of the reactions sometimes. Um, That's cute. My favourite one so far, though, has been on the... It's actually, funnily enough, because we get deliveries from like, our warehouse. Um, and they, we, we'll occasionally get PS5 boxes, but because of the... I don't know why they haven't fixed it on the till. But it comes up as a pre-order. So it's like, oh, the customer will be notified on the day before the release date. So you have to phone. Um, you have to phone the customer uh, to say, oh, by the way, like your, your PS5's here. So I was I phoned up. This was a couple of days ago. I phoned up. Someone was like, oh, hi, is this such and such? And like, speaking. I was like, <laughs> it was like, you could tell that they were getting, they were like, oh, God, sales call. Um, I was like, oh, it's, um, it's Billy. From from the shop, <laughs> just the the change in tone. Like, oh, hey, buddy, hi. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, I've got your package here. It's um, yeah, it's here. <laughs> they were like, no way, is it? Have you got it? I was like, yeah, it's, I'm, my hands on it right now. It's right beside me. Like, no, <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's really funny. <laughs> That's cool. Uh, the guy was obviously. There's just the change of like, oh god, another sales call to being like, oh yeah, I know who you are. I know what you're talking about. Now he's happy. So I'll be there as soon as I can. Like, what time are you closed? It's like in about ten minutes. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> Bear it in there fast. Yes. Yeah. But uh, it's like you get a lot. Some people are like, you can tell. So, like, some pe- the people who are genuinely looking for it are, like, really excited, really, like, oh, oh my, oh, my God, you got you got one. And then people who are just looking to, like, sell it on are just kind of like, yeah, whatever. Or, like, some some people are just, like, very sort of, they expect you to have it. Um, and then some people are, like, genuinely, like, quite thankful. Like, oh, my God, I know it's, def- like, tough. I'm really happy that you've got one, blah, 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 blah. And some people just expect you to have them and then don't understand when you're like, no, I'm sold out at the moment. There's a chip shortage. There's a chip shortage. Manufacturing so these things aren't anything is hard easy. at the moment. 
Yeah, it's quite difficult to find these at the moment, you know. Like, oh, oh, oh. Right, okay. Like, it's just some people just don't understand that. It's like, these things aren't readily available. You may need to wait. I was like, I need it for next week. And I was like, well, good luck. Like, <laughs> but I, 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 you can't really say much other than that. Just be like, well, well, wish you luck in your, your quest. I hope you find one. But as far as we're concerned, it's like we're not going to see them for a wee while. I hope that changes soon. It seems to be a bit better now. But I guess it goes up and down. Though it says here in the story that PS5 is the best performing machine thanks to significant improvement in stock levels. The best month of the year for the PS5 so far with sales up to 59% over March. However, year-to-date sales are still down 51%. It was the opposite story for Xbox Series S and X which was number one last month but it's down to the third position this month because stock fell 15%. So Sony was up so much so Microsoft was down Sony was a pat of 59% or 51% and Sony Microsoft was down 59% so it's just like next month it'll probably be the Switch then a month after that it'll be the Series X again then it'll be PS5 or whatever yeah. um, the second best console was the Sony Switch sales are down only slightly over March overall console sales are down 38% year to date primarily due to stock shortages over in the accessories it's crazy how like how many um, <laughs> Switches you still sell though on a daily basis like a lot of people just look for switches. Hey, what about that? Uh, you told me about the Switch Lite, the blue one. Oh, yeah. You forgot. I forgot. <laughs> Shocking. I did, wait, I, did, I did check to see if I did have a blue one. I do have a blue one. I forgot to scan the price. <laughs> I think I got distracted with something else. That's fair. At least you do what you have one there. Yeah. Uh, over in the accessories space, 50, whoa, Jesus, a lot. 517,000 add-on products were sold in April. The rise of PS5 sales are caused an uptick in sales for the white DualSense controller, which rises three places to reclaim number one. That means last week's bestseller, the Xbox Wireless controller, Carbon Black, slaps down to second position. The black DualSense controller also shoots up the charts from number 19 to number 6. Wow. Finally, also up from the charts is the PS4 DualShock, which leaps 10th places to number 3. That's wild, isn't it? So many, there's an absolute ton of Accessories sold. That's really that's really, that's that's basically the restaurant equivalent of buying like a Coke, isn't it? Pretty much. That's where they get all the profit margins in restaurants is the drinks. That's basically what controllers are for them. Finally, in terms of games, digital and physical, data from GSD says that two point three million titles were sold in the UK during April. That's a drop of eighty percent over March, but up twelve point seven percent compared within the last month, same month in twenty twenty two. I mean I think they mean twenty twelve in there. Uh, 847,000 of those games were sold in boxed form while the remainder 1.46 million coming from digital download stores so we've got the chart here Mm -hmm. Bob let's read it out I quite like this, this is quite interesting seeing the state of games at the moment gives you a rough idea what I go through on a daily basis (laughs) you can compare it to pity me what you know so number 20 is Horizon Forbidden West. It's amazing how quickly that dropped off. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Um, because it was like tons of people went to buy it, but then it was just like, all of a sudden, no one was interested. That's wild. Yeah. I thought it would be like a consistent, steady flow. I thought so as well, but no. no well, maybe, it'll, maybe it'll jump up now that... Um, 
PlayStation. Oh, they just said in the story the PlayStation Five was up so much percent. So I thought that would reflect with Horizon, but guess not. Um, I think part of the pro you might see it in like another week's one, but there has been a few people buying Horizon with PS Five consoles. Um, I think though, um, the problem is that it's just too expensive, like seventy quid for a price at a price point where everything's already going up in price. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's very expensive. I've I've seen a lot of people come in and be like, I want it, just not seventy quid. Want it? No, that's completely fair enough. Like you know, it's it's, it's pricey. Yeah, it's, it's a horrible price. I don't like it. No, especially these days with prices for everything else going up high. The games are the last thing you want to get at seventy yeah. quid. Number nineteen, Grand Theft Auto Online. Shocking. Number eighteen. This is odd. Call of Duty Black Ops 4. Black Ops. It does sell like pre-owned quite well. Like, a lot of people tend to buy it. It's only like a fiver to buy. But a lot of people seem to like jump on that. I, I don't know if it's just like people are playing Blackout on the back of um, Warzone. Which um, I've often wondered what might be the case. I wonder. But a lot of people do buy it. Buy Black Ops 4. Bizarrely. Number 17. Monopoly Plus. <laughs> Alright, that's weird. <laughs> Number 16 is Batman, Batman Arkhamist Collection. That would be because of film. Um, the, the film. Uh, the Batman coming out. Number 15 is F1 2021. That's just a direct thing of the, yeah. F1 starting. Um, Number 14, Lego Harry Potter Collection. Yeah. Interesting. Number 13. Yeah, that is interesting. So this is digital and physical. It's not just physical, it's digital and physical. Keep in mind. Yeah. Uh, number 13, 1018 is Wonderlands. Number 12, NBA 2K22. 11. Uh, NBA also as well. Yeah. 11 is Pokemon Legends Arceus. Arce- is it Arceus or Arceus? Uh, Arceus. Arceus, right. Number 10, GT7. Number 9, Call of Duty Vanguard. Number eight is Kirby in the Forgotten Land. Surprise, because you can't strong. actually buy that. <laughs> number seven. Suppose digitally. This is, yeah, number seven. This is wild. Number seven. Red Dead Redemption 2. Yeah, no, you, like, a day doesn't go by where you don't sell a copy of Red Dead 2. Apparently, that sold like 50 million now, because a lot of people were worried that that didn't sell enough to warrant a sequel, but it sold very well. Not GTA yeah. 5 levels well, obviously, but. Number six, WWE 2K22. It's been on sale. Already? So, yeah. So, I, th- I see since it's gone on sale, a lot of people have jumped on it. Like, like kind of people seem to accept for PS5 games, like, but 45 to £50. Pounds oh, so it's it like the price point. So, what was it originally? Uh, for PS5, 64 Oh, it's just an awful price. Yeah, and then it was like fifty nine ninety nine for the PS4 version. Ugh. But it went down to forty nine ninety nine on the PS five and thirty nine ninety nine on the PS four, and it sold really wow. well. So that's that's really but, interesting. I wonder if, if Sony can see that date as well with their exclusives. And I'd imagine they probably would. Yeah, because what is Return on? That goes with the Xbox as well. That that's been on the Xbox as well. Like people are buying both. Oh, but Return oh, no, buying high? both. But sorry, Returnal is that still high? Uh, not really. Price has it gone down? Oh, the price of Returnal. Yeah, yeah no prices. It's still 
So a uh, second-hand copy is about £35. Um, a brand new one is 60 or sorry, £70. Ugh. What is going it's on? still full-priced. To, to buy a brand new is still full-priced. Second-hand is like 35 quid. Well, that's better, at least. Well, it's coming out on PlayStation Plus soon, anyway. Yeah. Um, two. To call it Wait, football 2022, uh, FIFA 2022, oh, FIFA 2022, number three, GG5, number two, Elden Ring, and number one, you know what it is, Zero Blade. <laughs> <laughs> Zero Blade. <laughs> this is the most random thing that came into my head there. <laughs> Lego Star Wars. Lego Star Wars. So that was for the entire month of April. That's not. That wasn't a weekly one. That's quite interesting. I quite like that. Because I think the UK is really the only country where you get that kind of data. Yeah. It's quite cool. It's quite good to know that you get that kind of, you know, that kind of data is readily available. Yeah, definitely. I think uh, I saw Elden Ring is shipped like 13.5 million units. 13 million units or something, yeah. It's wild. (laughs) It's made so how many people have bought it. Oh, because people like like, like, A day doesn't go by where you don't sell a copy of Elden Ring. Although that's probably going to be a consistent sell over this generation once new people get consoles and stuff. 100%. Elden Ring's going to be one of those games everyone's going to keep buying. Like, it'll be the next GTA in the sense that you'll have multiple copies of Elden Ring down the line. It'll be like, oh, I've got a copy on Xbox. <laughs> I've got a copy on PS5. I've got my PS4 version here as well. I don't know why that reminded me of this. Did you see the story about a patent from Microsoft that will allow you to put physical games to be verified as part of a digital library or something like that? Yeah. I see if that. I can find the story. Just reminded me there for some reason. Oh, here it's here. A new Microsoft patent could allow physical games to be used, to be verified for digital use. The patent spotted by Gamer suggests that players would be able to use an external disk drive, in this case an Xbox One, in order to verify ownership of a game. The player would then be able to play the digital version of the game on the Xbox Series S, a digital-only console. It's unclear well, if they allow players to apparently license to use the digital version of the game or a temporary one that would allow you to be re-verified. The latter is more likely as if players were verify a game once and receive an indefinite digital license. Nothing could stop players from buying a physical game, verifying it, and then returning it. Comment to the story of Brad Sams. He was the guy that leaked the, the Xbox Series S well, uh, back in 2020. Back in 2018, I wrote about a disc to digital for converting your Xbox physical games to digital entitlements. Looks like Microsoft got the patent for it recently. Uh... According to this report, there's an internal strategy at Microsoft that would allow players to turn physical games into digital downloads. The idea is that you can take your disc from a participating retailer, trade in your disc for a digital download. I imagine that would be like a game thing. That would be interesting. Yeah. On the surface, the patent could be reminiscent of the cancelled pre-launch plans for Xbox One owners to be able to install their disc games as full digital apps before Microsoft U-turned on the idea. That's what we discussed earlier there, actually. But this news came out around the same time as Xbox Live went in for the four days. No, 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 it didn't come out so after how, that. So how do they get past the people just buying games and then returning it? I imagine it'll be a case if you have to, like, after, like, 30 days or something like that. Oh, you need to put the disc back in. 
Yeah, you have to put the disc back in. But then you can still exploit that if, that's the case. if it is. Yeah. If they are that lenient, if it's 30 days or if it's like every 24 hours. But then at that point, what's the point in... Every tw- every tw- 24 hours is too... Yeah, it's too much. Too Maybe much. Maybe every two weeks or something like that. Because you could easily exploit if it's like a six hour long game. You could easily just like pop it in. No. Go back and take it back to CX or whatever. Yeah, trade just trade, trade it in. There. Yeah. And you've got it for like a whole month. You've just rented a game for like oh, you just quid. be like one get you just all chip in buy a copy and then just pass it around share amongst everyone now that's interesting could be cool if, like, if it would be awesome if at any point in the series s lifestyles uh lifestyle uh timeline lifestyle. Start, life lifetime lifetime that's the word and the series s is lifetime like you could just uh like two years time you could just pop an external disk drive you bought from Amazon through a game in it it recognises it then it says okay here's the game and then you just download it and the Series S would be a way more appealing proposition for some people mm. or yeah like a discless Series X as well that'd be cool Oh, did think of a discless Series X actually I can totally see that being a thing yeah it would slow it down quite a bit oh yeah 100% that should be really neat yeah, I would. I'd almost be tempted by it. I wouldn't get it personally, but I'd almost be tempted. No, I, I like the convenience of just having it there, throwing it in. Yeah. It's having the option of like best of both worlds as well, because you might get like something cheaper on disc than digital. Exactly. Or vice versa. So that was a really... For some reason, I saw like Resident Evil Village on PS5 for like 14 quid somewhere. I was like, I'm yeah, like, it's dirt cheap. Buy that and just play through it again on PS5 and get some trophies. Oh. <laughs> Resident Evil Village. Yum. Yeah. So you get Lady Lady, Dimit- uh, Lady Dimitrescu to come sit on you again. I miss her. Yeah. I had something... Should go buy the, PS, uh, sorry, the PC version. Get the mod with the fly swatter. Hello, I'm back. <laughs> I should have asked someone I know to get it for me. Oh well. I was, I was, uh, something really awkward to do. I don't know why this, because I made that weird, oh, I miss her. That weird name <sighs> there. Uh, I was listening to Janet Baum have this podcast called The Voicemail Dump Truck. <laughs> and it's like people send in voicemails, and it's like some really. Some people admit like crimes and stuff. <laughs> this is really <laughs> be quite <tough>. good, actually. <laughs> it's a very, it's, it's, it's a very loose way they talk about like sex and stuff like that. They talk about anything that people, like a guy wrote on about how much he hates his wife and stuff like that. He's planning on leaving her, that kind of thing. <laughs> Jeez. Um, yeah. So they go into details, that kind of stuff. There. So today I had to go to the post office, right? And because I had some cash. And we don't have, like, I live in a small village, so there's no, like, bank here. So we rely on the post office to take money out or put money in the bank account to save us going to the next town over to put take money out or put money in. So you can go to the post office and put money in. So I had, like, 50 quid in cash. I was like, oh, why put this? Just put this in the bank account. Maybe buy out and ring with it, who knows? But, um, I thought, I'll go to the post office. So I walk over to the other side of the village, opposite side. And got my headphones on, walking along happy. And then before I go to the shop, I take my headphones on, like put a mask on and stuff like that. But 
this so I have Sony headphones, right? So they have like touch pads. It's like a touch sensitive touchpad thing to activate the headphones. So I like double tapped it to pause it. Then I fold them down over my neck so I could put the mask on and then go in and talk. But the headphones brushed against my cheek. Oh. <laughs> and it started playing and I had the volume up quite high. And it started playing this part of the pocket. I've got it here. I'll play it through my microphone. I'll turn off my noise cancellation. But yeah, so I started playing this segment where they're talking about keyboards and they said, can you put your keyboard up to your mic? Someone asked, can you put your, your mechanical keyboard to the mic and like do some ASMR type stuff with it? And <laughs> so very, Jeff Cressman does these very set, certain noises sometimes and they're very... <laughs> If you heard this through my headphones, I was standing in the post office, you'd definitely raise an eyebrow. So I'll play it right now. It takes a few seconds to start, but let's try it now. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, yeah I can hear. So I've removed the voice cancelling, the noise background noise cancellation. So I'm going to put my phone up to the microphone, and this is the the sounds that came through my headphones. As I was standing in the post office with two people behind me and the person serving me. Yeah, and work. as long as you have it turned off in Discord as well, it should be fine. And I'll yeah. go like this. I'll push this against my ears again. Oh. 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 God. Oh. Oh. You just be like, what kind of weird ASMR are you listening to? <laughs> <laughs> just these men moaning. Uh, uh, men, these men moaning over the sound of a keyboard. Like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's some nice keyboard action right there. So it was very awkward. Um, <laughs> having to quickly pause that and I tried like tapping my headphones to like stop it because I couldn't reach my phone and it just kept <laughs> stopping and starting and just got worse oh, no. and I accidentally skipped it so it got to the part towards the end where they're moaning even louder uh, it was awkward <laughs> stop it yeah so the next time I'm doing that I'm just going to turn it down on my phone before I go in <laughs> should, it, should it just be like that's, that's what I like don't kink shame me <laughs> My fetish, my keyboard fetish. This is my, this is my keyboard fetish. I like listening to people tap keyboards. I like it to not kink shame me. Well, I'll definitely <laughs> say that in the future. Yes, that's my excuse. Yep, that's it. I, I'll just go along with it. Just be like, "Yep, that's what I like." Leave me alone. <laughs> Old men grunting over keyboards. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Push this button. Can you press a bit slower now, please? Oh, yeah, that's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. No, faster, 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 faster. <laughs> well, Bill, I think it's a good place to end it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so if you listen to the whole thing, you get this nice, that nice little story at the end. Yep. Nice wee bit of ASMR as well. No. Indeed. So we'll, probably, <laughs> we'll be back next time. Oh, this, this week, 
I'm definitely going to actually play some de- goddamn fucking games. Uh, for a change. Huh. Mix things not, up a bit. Let's play some games. Yeah, because I finished a, a couple of TV shows that I was watching at the time, like Ozark and uh, Better Call Saul is happening at the moment, so I've been a club with that and I've been watching that as well, so... I've got my TV out of the way, and that's only coming up at certain days now, and Barry as well. So now I've got the time, I've got games I want to play, I've got far loan sales, I've got Trek to Yomi I want to play as well, and another Game Pass game. It's mostly some Game Pass stuff, but there's some other games in there as well. I want, I want to finish the small Game Pass games first before moving on to anything big. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's that, Bill. We're leaving now. Any last words? Bye. Bye, everyone.